Hello, I'm John Eldridge, and welcome to the Ransomed Heart audio podcast. For more information on Ransomed Heart Ministries, our resources and events, please visit us online at www.ransomedheart.com. Welcome to the Ransom Heart Podcast. My name is Craig McConnell, and it's great to introduce a three-part series we're going to begin today. What the series is, is Bart Hansen, Morgan Snyder, John Eldridge, and myself went into the studio, and we recorded uh, conversations about topics that we cover at boot camp. And our conversation is actually going to be a piece of a resource that we release this next spring. We'll tell you all about it when it's ready. Called the Wild at Heart Boot Camp Platinum Collection. It'll be some teaching and conversations. And what we've done is just taken an excerpt from some pretty rich conversation. We want to play it for you today. The first conversation we're going to share with you is on the larger story. Enjoy it. React to the larger story. Mm-hmm. Just react. Yeah, I, I think what, whenever I hear that session, I'm usually sitting back in the sound booth, and uh, it's probably one of the most uh, refreshing and always feels like the newest talk. It kind of catches me off guard. It's it's, it's kind of like going up to the mountains after being away a season. You're just kind of surprised by the beauty you've always enjoyed, but you've forgotten. Yep. So, um, I mean, my first reaction is I love it because it just redefines and it feels fresh, true, and um, um, new to me every time I hear it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And what does that do for your heart? Oh, immediate hope, joy, hope. There's something about the larger story that's – while it it helps me understand the story I'm living in context, it fills me with joy and hope, hope for myself and what I'm a part of and where this is going. Mm. Um, I think joy and hope. Mm. React. What does it do for you? John, there's something that's deep in my heart that resonates that it's true. Mm -hmm. And very quickly after that, I realize how little – of that story I find myself living in in most days. Mm. I think of that heroic fellowship and how often I interpret my life as being alone. Mm -hmm. And then act two and this war and the supernatural reality and how often I live my life on purely a human level. And there's something about heaven when you frame that, that I realize how little my operating worldview on any given day, lacks the rest of the story, the conclusion of the story. So I think there's something, Craig, as you said, that resonates with this deep hope, this anticipation of good things. Mm. Um, And yet it's pretty convicting of how little I hold on to it Mm. on any given day. Mm. John, every time I hear that session, I just feel refreshed. I feel rejuvenated. Because I, f- I feel like that um, it kind of makes sense of that I am involved in something mm-hmm. that's going on around me that I just don't live in an insignificant world full of insignificant small stories that have no connection. Right. It connects so yeah. much, you know, that, that there mm-hmm. is this desire to, to mm-hmm. live in this grand fellowship mm-hmm. and that there is a villain in the story and that there is a hero that's come to rescue us mm-hmm. and that – 
uh, God is about restoring what he originally intended Mm -hmm. before the whole thing went awry Mm -hmm. and that we live in that, Mm -hmm. it really helps to make sense of life. Mm Yeah. Oh, that's huge. As you're talking about it, the word clarity just comes to yes. mind. It's like uh, right. and, and everything clears and there's just this refreshing clarity and, and it feels like somewhere inside you're going, ah, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, interpretation. It, that's what it does for me, interpretation. It's I have all of these random events in my life and in the lives of the people that I love and care about, mm-hmm. and they need interpretation, uh, both the great stuff and the tragic things as well, the mundane, uh, you know, the war, all of it. It needs interpretation, and that's what the larger story does for me. I'm listening to this, and I'm thinking – I think I just need to wake up to this every morning. Like, I don't know mm-hmm. if I can set my alarm mm-hmm. clock to mm-hmm. play this, mm-hmm. you know, but you wake up to a reminder that, right. Right. you know, act three, you know, you are in the invasion of the kingdom. Act four is coming. Right. Um, I found myself the other day with this, trying to wonder what to do with this incredible longing in me that nothing seems to satisfy. Mm. That was my dilemma the other day. And you know, as men, you know, we take it, we take it to Eve. You know, we start mm-hmm. thinking it's the beauty that's going to do it. You know, or, or, you know, we'll do even stupider things. We'll take it to food. We'll take it to whatever. You know, just give yes. me some relief of this long, what is this mm-hmm. ache? And it was just such a, it was like an epiphany. It was like I realized it for the first time, though I've heard this talk a hundred times. I've given it a hundred times. To realize, oh, I'm longing for heaven. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, that's what this is. Right. Mm-hmm. It, the interpretation of the moment rescued me mm-hmm. from doing something pretty stupid, you know, giving my heart away to some idol or another or some fallen goddess mm-hmm. and realizing, oh, it's heaven that I'm longing for. Of mm-hmm. course I have these longings that mm-hmm. nothing in this world can satisfy. Mm-hmm. So interpretation. Yes. John, say more about that when when your day is the car doesn't run, uh, there's an unexpected bill, um, and the kids are acting up. Uh, how does the larger story help you interpret just kind of the mundane reality up and downs of life? Well, first off, we just accept that as reality, mm-hmm. you know, that the car just broke down on me mm-hmm. and I just got a, you know, uh, overdrawn notice on my checking account. You know, for the third time this month and and I want to get mad at somebody for that. And, you know, we simply accept that as reality mm-hmm. and it it destroys us rather than saying this is a lie. This is presenting itself to me as ultimate reality, but it's not. It's not. And mm-hmm. the enemy would love nothing more than to reduce us to fragments, bits and pieces, meaninglessness. Mm-hmm. You know, for me, it's. Um, to have a larger story, oh, my gosh, it shows me when to fight. It shows mm-hmm. me when to just let it go. It's not a big deal, mm-hmm. right? It, you just you don't make mountains out of molehills anymore. It is a total reorientation, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Where, where it helps me with that, John, is, is um, it just removes the issue of random and chaos. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's um, – the larger story eliminates some of the interpretations I can have on life. 
that's just that's chaotic. Yeah, it's meaningless. Random. Yeah. yeah, somewhere in here is um, is God or the enemy, something mysteriously redemptive or disruptive for repentance. There's mm-hmm. there's something in this, yes. though I may not see it. Yes, yes. I think for me, not only does it give me a reorientation, which is absolutely essential, like you said, John, but it gives me a context. Um, I remember the first time I heard this larger story about 13 years ago, my reaction was, I'm not the center of the story. Hmm. I realized when I became a believer, all I did was replace a worldview of life is about me to now life is about me living for God. And it was a Christianity that Hmm. I was at the center. But there's just something absolutely Hmm. freeing to know Hmm. there is a larger reality of which God is Hmm. orchestrating Hmm. this story that I am not the center. And it's actually freeing. And Mm -hmm. it it helps me with the interpretation to know there's more going on than I realize. Mm. But there's just a release. And it it really has – um, that reorientation and that that context has shifted my the way I live mm. profoundly. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you're not the center anymore, right? You know, John. Somewhere in your talk, you uh, make the statement in the beginning, and then you kind of tease the audience a little bit by saying, "I know where you're going." Genesis one, and I think um, the larger story really has helped me in my Christian walk to gain so much of the story that's been lost yes. by Christianity. Yes. Because um, n- not only has it made sense out of the Old and the New Testament, you know, the Old Testament is the story of God looking for his intimate allies, and, and the New Testament is is Jesus coming for us and the rescue. But, but I think um, what it's done in that, uh, where you take it way back in the beginning in John 1, mm. is that gives me the context of the history of warfare, mm. of where the warfare, uh, the genesis of the warfare, yep. where the warfare came from yep. in the first place, yep. the fallen yes. angels, the the, mm. the battle, the war that was raging in heaven yep. before the ages, yep. that that was the history of the warfare. That really helps me a mm. lot put all of this together yeah. in the story that we do live. Mm-hmm. You know, as we're talking, I'm realizing it is a rescue of the gospel for me and a mm-hmm. rescue of Christianity. Mm-hmm. Yes. I mean, frankly, that's what it is. You know, boot camp's about a lot of things, and we're trying to restore a man's heart and, and get him back in the battle and teach him how to fight. But behind that and bigger than that, it's a rescue of Christianity. Mm-hmm. You know, the gospel's just been yep. reduced to such ridiculously mm-hmm. small right. things, right. you know. The church's, you know, fundraising program or the, or the church's latest evangelism program mm-hmm. or whatever, you know, we, we live in these small little things and it's absolutely killing us. It's just it's not a story worth living in, yes. mm-hmm. you know, but you want to be a Christian so you don't want to bail on it. But you just, you know, almost cannot stand mm-hmm. it. I was trying to explain this yesterday to Luke. I was talking about um, we really love burritos. <laughs> You know, and and you you can get a burrito at the uh, gas station convenience store. They uh-huh. they they do carry burritos right. there. They're not bad either. <laughs> but it's a burrito, kinda. <laughs> and I was trying to say that's like what most people experience is the gospel. Right. It's, it's the gospel kind of. Yeah. It's a gas station burrito. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's like yeah, you can kind of 
taste a little something mm, in that, and yeah. if you dump enough hot sauce on yeah. it, it's okay. But cheese in a can. It isn't anything like what it was meant to be. Yeah. Right. And that it's like a rescue for me of Christianity. That's right. what this is for me. Yeah. So here's what I'm curious about. Bart, Craig, especially you guys, you live for years as a believer, as a good man doing ministry without the larger story. So contrast that. What what was it like? Yeah. Um, well, as a pastor going to seminary, I never heard anything <laughs> similar to the larger story at all. I mean, it just and if you don't have a story, uh, the story of God, the story that God is writing, you're left with just propositions. I mean, what I offered to people was be good, love God, um, don't divorce your wife, mm-hmm. uh, don't be angry. Mm-hmm. And it was just a zillion little propositions mm-hmm. with no connection. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, and actually, um, not a whole lot of God because mm-hmm. they were just propositions yeah. that kind of stood alone by themselves. The mm-hmm. romance, mm-hmm. Uh, the pursuit of God mm-hmm. uh, after right. me was absent. Right. Same thing, Craig. I mean, I, I just go to all of these small themes of propositional truth mm-hmm. in, in the Bible, like duty, obligation, you know, morality, um, right doctrine, all of those things. And, you know, you, you just kind of move from one thing to the next, and it's never brought together in a story, and it doesn't really mm. uh, reveal the heart of God. I think this helps me to see the heart of God, that God is very intentional mm-hmm. about what he's doing in the story that's unfolding. Mm. And the whole purpose of the story is love. Mm. It's love. And I think I've lost that, uh, or I had lost that, the side of, of just how God loves us, how he's coming for us, how he's wanting to restore us. And we live in this incredible battle, this mm. epic battle that what is at stake is the life, the deep life of our hearts. Mm. And Bart, you know, you talk about the love or the life of God. Without a story, that's just right. a proposition. Right, I mean, exactly. a story is the unfolding and the yes. evidence and the movement of God's heart that you can see. It just captures you. Right. That was just a taste of a, a lengthy conversation we had, and we hope that that was encouraging to you. I know it serves as a bit of a teaser, and, and there's part of me that hates doing that, but uh, we want to get some of this out soon and uh, let you enjoy it and hope it encourages your heart. Hope you join us next week on the Ransom Heart Podcast. And, of course, as always, uh, you can get more information about Ransomed Heart and resources at RansomedHeart.com. 